0: Welcome to the Spurs News Podcast. Your home for all things Spurs! And now, let's join our hosts...
1: Hello everybody and welcome back to the Spurs News Podcast. I am Sam and I'm delighted to say I'm joined once again by my friend Matt.
2: Hello mate, I'm feeling happier after yesterday. I don't know why, I just yeah. kind of got a little spring in my step this morning.
1: You do. You do sound a little bit happier than the last time we spoke. There's definitely... Definitely no two ways about that. Um, you, you were off Secret Squirrel Mission last week, so we had to get Step-in-Stefan, who, who wants to be called Super Sub now. I don't Super know if that's going to stick. I love it. Yeah, yeah. The, last, I let him have it last week because it was kind of like the last-minute nature. I didn't want to, you know, annoy him because he was stepping in. But <laughs> Step-in-Stefan works. Uh, But yeah, man, last night, um, yeah, winning 5-0 in the Champions League. Uh, isn't anything that should ever be sniffed at um i'm 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 very happy with that i uh i saw in brief little patches some pressing going on um yeah yeah i I was i was a little i was i wasn't looking forward to it to be honest with you i even put it out on twitter it's like i'm not enjoying watching us at the moment which is never good Mm. uh so it was kind of like oh this is just a recipe you know Red Star Belgrade, you know, everyone's going to be expecting us to win, and if we don't get an early goal, it's going to be like, ugh, horrible. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was kind of watching it in like this real trepidation, but uh, we uh, we showed up.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, listen, I, I don't want to... I'm obviously really pleased that that we won, and we won really yeah. convincingly. And, and I don't want this to come across negative, but no. I will say I, I don't think i don 't think our problems have been sorted out by one game and and what I mean oh God no, and what I mean no. by that as well is red star Belgrade just they just didn 't turn up did they uh well, they, they, they... It, it felt like at times uh especially in the second half as well it was like it was like they had they had two men sent off it was like we had so much space in that midfield and It it was bizarre, you know, and don't get me wrong, we still had had to show up ourselves, I appreciate that, you know, if we hadn't turned up either, it could have been a really drab game, but it's almost like they they really helped last night.
1: Well, sometimes, you know, I've often said this about strikers, you know, strikers going through a goal drought, sometimes they need just one to go in off their ass or something to to get them back in the zone, And, and sometimes you need to... Come up against a team that haven't shown up, aren't performing well, and you can put a couple of goals past them, and sort of go, "Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember yeah. now." <laughs> All right, so when I pass to you, and then I run into space, it's easier. <laughs> I get it. I remember now. It's so simple. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> why? Do, why have I forgotten that up to this point? <laughs> yeah. All right. So when they have the ball, if I get in their face, they make mistakes. Strange. <laughs> Yeah, it, I mean, we're kind of like laughing about it, but it was in real patches last night, there was like glimpses of what we've all come to be kind of like accustomed to really mm. with a Pochettino team, which is uh, a press, uh, working hard all over the park. Um, The other big thing that was kind of like a takeaway for me from last night is there were some players who played last night who arguably aren't first choice in their positions. Mm-hmm. Who, for me, really should be Um, Ben Davis at left back. Um, You know the historic thing with Danny Rose, whatever. He's just not playing this season. Every game I've watched him in, there's just so many mistakes, so many, and it's 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 almost sad to watch. (laughs) He's kind of like that's not the player I know. I
2: know exactly what you mean, Sam. And like you know, I'd, I'd even attribute. Watford's goal on Saturday to Danny Rose, if I can remember yeah, rightly, so when I, I, yeah, he was badly I, in a badly position, badly positioned for it.
1: Really, really badly positioned. Yeah, yeah I I agree, and and that's it's not the first, yeah. <laughs> and it's by no means the last. And to a, to a extent, I had this conversation with Dan on our Facebook group, which is. I'm watching some of these players and and it's very easy to sort of point at contracts, point at what happened in the summer about possibly being sold and that could well be a reality, just mentally, although they're trying what they believe or perceive to be their absolute best, there's kind of like a 10-20% drop off because, you know, Toby and Jan are thinking, well... The end of this season, we signed for someone on a free. We got you know Kuching. Mm-hmm. If I if I get injured, <laughs> I'm I'm in trouble. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, they're human. I, I can't begrudge people that. Um, but it is very difficult to watch because Super for me has been one of my favourite players in a Tottenham shirt for season after season after season. It was our Player of the Year. You know, <laughs> last year, the year before. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a shadow this season he looks like he's lost a yard of pace and that could be age kicking in maybe but it, i don't feel like that it just feels like he doesn't have that same drive
2: it's do you know it's a real shame as well before um there was the incident that the big there's big rumors about you know obviously what, yeah. what had him dropped yeah a couple of days before that happened there was a uh an article i think it was on sky sports one of those where he was basically saying look where do you want me to sign? You know, I'm I'm happy yeah. at Tottenham. I'll happily yeah. sign another contract, and it's almost like the thing that happened is completely now. You know, he's he's obviously back in the team, but yeah. he, it's like his his mind has switched now, and he's like, right, that's it. I'm gonna I'm gonna well, go at there the end of the season.
1: A massive amount of rumours about Yang, Um, g- just because we've got this platform, we have got this podcast. Let's just kill that one, the stupid one. No, he didn't do anything with Christian Eriksson's wife. <laughs> I can't believe people are saying that. Yeah, it's <laughs>
2: um, ridiculous. Even Christian Eriksson's yeah. come out on social media. It's yeah. l- ridiculous. Well,
1: unfortunately for him, he kind of had to because a Danish like uh, sports Twitter page with like a million plus followers in Denmark started tweeting it. Uh, all, all off the back of a, a Tottenham fan thing uh, put together a collage of Jan with a black eye and all of this stuff. And it's like oh, come on, guys, seriously, yeah. you know, this this is awful, um, there's, yeah, so we kind of had to put it out there, and Jan even commented on it as well, like, what the hell, I mean, the two of them, uh, you know, it, it wasn't by accident, suddenly started being training buddies, so every time there was a picture from Hotspur away, those two were stood next to each other, laughing and joking for a week, mm um you know that was kind of like their subtle way of trying to say look we know there's a rumor out there it's crap ignore it but then in the end the actor actually come out and say it was crap which it's a bit sad and that's gonna kind of play you know you imagine being you know christian ericsson's wife and basically there's a million plus people back in denmark talking about you saying oh why she cheated on him Mm, (laughs) or or you mm. know this happened with a teammate i mean that's kind of crap that ain't gonna help anybody and whilst well, Tottenham fans, you know, perpetrating that, it's it's kind of crappy. You know, we're doing that to our own team.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I I don't I think probably what doesn't help as well is it's now just completely obvious now that Eriksson's, you know, he's gone, hasn't he? He's, he's gone mentally, and he's yeah. he's he's not he's not invested in the club at all. I mean, well,
1: me and you, me and you discussed it at length last season at different times. It was like he checked out. Yeah, I mean, I I, I said the down Tools thing, and then. But then you sort of look at it and you go, well, at the same token, he's still putting in the running. And you kind of think to yourself, well, if you're down in tools and you're mentally checked out, you ain't going to do that check running back thing. You're just going to stroll around. I mean, I've watched Mesut Ozil at Arsenal basically walk around the pitch for 90 (laughs) minutes. And, you know, the ball comes to him, he'll do something. And then if he doesn't, he just kind of shrugs and just strolls. That, to me, is checked out. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you yeah. know, that is, I am done. I want to go play the rest of my career in America, whatever. Ericsson still puts a running in him, but it's like his touch is gone. Mm. His, his ability to, like, control the ball. <laughs> it's, it's
2: incredible. I mean, like I know we, we've joked about his, his dead ball uh, skills, which were, <laughs> yeah. a few years ago, amazing. I mean, you know, if, yeah. we, if we got a free kick, anything... Thirty yards yeah. and closer to the goal, you like right oh, yeah, Ericksen. We he's like taking yeah. a penalty almost. But now,
1: yeah, we were backing him yeah, yeah. every time.
2: But now it's it's, it's 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 more than a it's it's beyond a joke, isn't it? I yeah, mean, he can't he is. can't he can't score a penalty. He can't take a free kick. He can't take a corner. No. And and, it, and it's it, 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 that ability doesn't just go, does it? It's no. of, it's obvious that he's look. I've just had enough. I just I'm yeah. not. You know, this yeah. isn't just for me anymore. You know, and, and look. As, as, as disappointing as sickening as it's going to be of him going because he's been one of our best players over the last few years yep agreed let the guy go you know let him go yeah. let's just let him go yeah. like you know obviously and I, and I think it's like with me and you have discussed in the past I mean Levy's dropped an absolute clangour with him in regards yeah, to yeah, in regards to fee I mean we could have commanded upwards of 100, 150 million for him but we're going to be lucky to get 20 odd million now yeah. in January and he's just that that is because he's like we've like you've you've said before you know with with him focusing so much on the stadium he's let these things go, yeah. And you know it's it's not just the fact we're going to lose out on a big fee. We've 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 lost we've lost him, haven't we? For this season, haven't yeah. we? We're just well, like he's a, he's a Spurs player, but he's not really, is
1: he? Well, this is the thing because I, uh, you know again sometimes if a player's running down their contract and everybody knows it, like so for example, Ericsson at the start last summer just went next summer, I'm leaving on a free. You know, I'm not signing a new deal. I'm not doing anything else. But if he played to the best of his ability every single game, fans, after that initial kind of, you son of a... You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. if he keeps playing, he's scoring goals, he's getting assists, he's putting in the effort, everyone's going to kind of go, Do you know what? You've been here six years. You're, you know, you're playing your heart out for us. Yes, yeah, your last season. Yeah, you're going to leave for free. We're all a little bit, you know, irked about that. Mm. But... At least you're putting in the effort. And it's kind of like at that point, at the end of the season, if he's had an absolute, you know, blinder of a season putting it in every single game, you're going to go, well, good luck for the future. You mm. know, it's kind of like, thank you for your effort. Right now, it's just making it really bitter. It's just really kind of sad because you, you watch him play and you're like, you're not contributing anything. And there's no point in having him here. Because I, again, I had this discussion with someone else the other day and they said, well, we can't let him go in January without replacing him, and replacing a player like that in January is really difficult. And I agree, it is difficult in January because clubs won't want to let a player, a top, top creative player, go. Because, you know, if you're a club fighting relegation, you don't want to lose that. If you're a club fighting, you know, for a place, you know, at January time, everyone's normally got something left to play for. Yeah, of course. And if it's a player who's that good at a club who hasn't got anything to play for, you've got to question why. Mm. <laughs> but, yeah, of course. But it, genuinely, no, I'd still let him go because at the moment he's contributing nothing no. other than probably bringing down the dressing room yeah. because, you know, even if he's not doing it deliberately, even if every day he's showing up to training, he smiles, he's laughing, he's everything, everybody knows, you know, it's not like it's some secret. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> he, he Everybody knows he's leaving. Everybody knows he wants to go. He wants to go play in Spain, and you know that could completely reinvigorate him, and he could look phenomenal over there, and good luck to him. But right now, it is so frustrating. And The, the latest rumour out of um, him is that Real Madrid are going to agree a contract with him in January, and then lowball us with an offer to take him. Well, if he signs a pre-contract agreement with them in January... That means he can leave for free in the summer. Right. And they offer us like five million quid, his was being is what's being thrown around. The thing is, we got to take it.
2: Yeah. Well, we could have to. That's the
1: reality. Because yeah. if he was playing really well, I think the club might look at that and go, do you know what? Him being around for the rest of the season, I know he's leaving for free, but his contribution is worth more than the five million quid. Mm. Because he could contribute to get us the Champions League place or maybe the FA Cup you know his contribution is worth more but the reality is it's not because he's not even trying no no so they they make that you know they sign that agreement with him they make that ball offer Daniel Lever's gonna hate it but he's gonna have to swallow his pride and just go yeah let's just get this done and out of the way because it's got no
2: either, he? he's got no choice exactly. he's, he's got no he's got his lessons
1: yeah. lessons learned you know mm-hmm. and we're not going to be building another stadium anytime soon mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i hope <laughs> <laughs> you know the contractors have just run yeah yeah we got a big problem lads um so yeah the the, the kind of the lesson from this is uh daniel leave is a control freak we all knew that yeah um it ain't gonna happen again because we're not gonna have that level of distraction side project again Mm-hmm and and I'd like to think he has learned the lesson that if there is ever something that is that all-encompassing, he will. <sighs> See, I say this, and I'm laughing to myself, knowing he fully won't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, But but I'd like to think he will learn the lesson and put someone in in place to deal with that. But as it is, I think he's got to go in January, regardless. You know, because if if people are going to lowball us, other clubs will try. You know, Juventus. You know, if we're going to let him go for anything, <laughs> but it's him. You know, he wants to play in Spain. If Real Madrid come in for him, I think that's it. That's where he's going to go. And it's up, so, it's up to
2: him, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's not yeah. like we can say like you. Oh, you know, if no, you had two or three years, dictated. you know, it's up to it's yeah. complete, he's, He holds every single yeah. card, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, and and it, I think there's an element in amongst the squad and a little bit of unrest is, you know. A lot of people talk about Pochettino and his relationship with the players. You know, we talked last season, Pochettino kept saying about Eriksen, you've got to trust him, I trust him. I, I got a feeling that's been burned a little. Um, you know, we trust him to make the decision. Because last summer we could have sold him, we had an offer of like $110 million for him. Mm. Uh, and we turned that down on the basis that he was happy, he wanted to stay, he was going to you know, sign a new deal, that was put in front of him, he held off. Because... He, him and his wife wanted to make a decision after their baby was born. Pochettino, you know, I trust him. We trust him. And then this summer, yeah, I'm going. Yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> so you you can, you can imagine.
2: Yeah. I mean, if if Pochettino is, is telling us that um, that he trusts Ericsson, then yeah. that that kind of makes you think that Ericsson has told him not to worry. You know, it, it like you you, that, you, you that does, I'm just, yeah. yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm just sort of speculating and imagining where because he he wouldn't have. As, as far as I can make out uh, Pochettino wouldn't have got that trust from him for, for nothing he wouldn't have just no. gone like you know I, I, he'll, be, he'll be fine yeah. for him to trust him meant, meant for me Ericsson said to him don't worry Gaffer I'm staying Yeah. So, uh,
1: but also on, on the flip side of that of course he could have said to him trust me I'm going to make my decision early so if I do decide I want to go you know the club can sell me
2: yeah of course but, but, but what, what I was going to say was that the fact that he's not getting picked now yeah, I mean, like you know, um, with uh, Pochettino, he, he's very much he he likes to uh, to mould himself on Ferguson, doesn't he, and the way Ferguson yeah. used to manage. And if you basically if you mess me about, I'm, be, I'm going to be ruthless. Yeah. And, and I thought, I mean, I, I don't know if it, is it is it actually true that he had a dead leg on Saturday because I thought that he just was like you know you're going nowhere near the team anymore. But I know Eriksen was <laughs> on the sub bench yesterday.
1: Yeah, I mean, he was on the bench yesterday. Um, Oh, dead leg's one of those injuries where everyone kind of raises an eyebrow. <laughs> like, mm. hmm, dead leg. I yeah. used to get them at school. Yeah. Run them off, mate. The go-to um, excuse. <laughs> yeah, you know, like when a player's close to a transfer, and it's like, oh, yeah, he's uh, he's ill. That's why he's not playing today. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of, yeah, that one always raises an eyebrow, but the, the official thing was he came back from international duty with a dead leg, therefore he wasn't fit and ready to play, but... I've got to be honest with you, he he doesn't deserve to be in our team. He might well make the bench and perhaps 10-minute cameos here or there he might actually look half-decent, but he shouldn't be in our first team. If you look at the the way we played last night... um, Someone tweeted, by the way, and this is just a side thing, that if Harry Kane was able to pass to himself, he'd score so many more goals. Yeah, it's so true, and that absolutely cracked it's me so up. True. <laughs> because it's so ridiculously true. We need to clone him. We need to perfect the cloning process and have him as both number 10 and 9. Because, yeah, the guy was just at his absolute best last night. And, yeah. and he kind of, by doing that, it kind of really drove home the point of. Do you know what? ericsson has been bad for a while because <laughs> mm. when you, when you see Kane just you know spraying passes around, dropping in uh, you know, and he drags defenders here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. Ericsson now, I think defenders are just like, I'll oh, let him have it.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he,
1: ain't, he ain't gonna do anything. Yeah. Let him have it. Um, you know, it's a bit like with Delhi at the moment. Delhi's is struggling to come back from what his injured. You can tell his confidence, yeah, is just completely really. gone. Yeah,
2: and the thing is, with with, with Delhi, a lot of his um, a lot a lot of his makeup, a lot of who he is, mm. is his personality and is his yeah, his kind yeah. of swaggerness and confidence yeah, and ego.
1: And he just looks completely struggling. Yes, and, and, he I really mean, does. I, I, I loved last night that everybody saw he was trying but just couldn't quite get it and I heard like a massive rendition of his song mm. and, and that, that you know I felt that last night I was like oh that's brilliant you know those fans in that stadium have seen that he is working his ass off yeah. but just it ain't happening for yeah. him yeah. and but you know form is temporary uh, you know class is permanent the kid's still so young mm. he he will get that back this season you know Procino's doing the best thing for him although he might you know, argue. He's letting him have cameo roles. He's playing him. You know, protecting him, taking him off. He is building him back up. And the more he plays, the more minutes he gets. The better he's going to get. And last night, I think he looked getting there. Yeah. You know, and he got the goal at the weekend, which was a phenomenal Deli-esque finish yep. off the shoulder. Everybody, shoulders <laughs> are right. Um,
0: Can I just talk but, about that? Because I was, I was yeah, at the, yeah, I was at the
2: game with with my uh, with with Seb, and uh, bless him. I, he was um, the next morning. He'd lost his voice, Seb, because he'd been singing and <laughs> shouting so much. He Hero. loved it. It was an it was an awful game. It was an absolute awful yep. game. A real struggle to watch. But I was just happy that he'd enjoyed it. You know, and that made that yeah, made it yeah, worth it. But that that I know, obviously, they, they did mention um, it was it was quite well publicised about the kind of the the, the mess of the, the VAR and everything. Mm-hmm. But in the <laughs> yeah. ground, it made it's. And I know I've had this conversation with you before about VAR and how different it is when you're in the stadium. Yeah, but it was just ridiculous, and I appreciate it was a mistake, and I appreciate that the company that that that, that kind of operated have come out and apologised. But we was just like it, 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 it you know. I know I've had, we've we've had conversations again about VAR and how it kind of almost makes you not want to celebrate a goal. Yeah, but we've yeah. celebrated, and then they're like VAR, and it's it's such a weird. Feeling it's something that's going to take a lot of getting used to. I think not only obviously watching it in it, on television, but in the stadiums as well. So you're just everyone's just like looking at each other. Oh my god! Please, 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 please. And then and the, it comes up. No yeah, god. and, and the, no, the referee, the referee blew to start with and, yep. and signaled uh, uh, for the ball to go back to the centre circle. We all cheered. Yeah. And then with and because where I sit, I sit in the north and the and the mm. I'm on the second tier and the first tier to the, to my left, are where all the away fans are sitting. And then I've seen them all cheer and I'm like, oh my God. And I looked up and it's like, no God. And I'm like, oh please, you're kidding. Yeah. No, please. And I was like, I just, it, I felt like a Man City fan playing us. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is just, Ooh, yeah, brutal. I know, yeah, brutal I know, it's bitch. brutal. I'm sure there's no Man City fans listening. But, um, yeah. look, I could see Seb sitting on his seat like really upset and I'm like, don't worry mate. And then I looked up and there was, at the centre circle I'm like what the
1: hell is going on it was just it was
2: ridiculous it was absolutely ridiculous it was
1: it was ridiculous and you know the the confusion in the ground was matched by confusion everywhere I bet yeah Um, on you know Sky Sports the soccer Saturday it was just total confusion they didn't have a clue what was going on they'd seen the video they'd seen what the ref was doing it was like nobody knew on the radio, they said, oh, no, it signaled no goal. Uh, the referee's going to disallow this. Oh, wait a minute. No, he's not. Oh, oh now it says it was a goal. Jesus. The communication of VAR. You know what? I've got... My biggest problem with VAR is the referees are refereeing themselves. Mm. I believe it should be an independent body of qualified referees who aren't part of this refereeing group yes. because... They never overrule each other. Yeah, yeah, Like a player goes down in the box and the referee says, oh, he dived. Your replay could show the guy getting his leg broken and the referee in the box go, yeah, there's not enough there to overturn it. No. Yeah, yeah, no, not clear and obvious error of that. It's crap. They're all sticking by each other like an old boys club. The it, whole reason for VAR is to correct wrong decisions and they're not doing it. Yeah, absolutely. And that's my big issue with
2: yeah, it. I agree. It, it's like... With I don't know if you uh, with cricket I know we, again we've had conversations about yeah, the, the yeah. rugby and the cricket and how he works with that, but it reminds me a little bit of where it, they get you get an LBW decision, yeah. and if the referee sorry the referee if the umpire said it's not out yeah. and half yeah. the ball is yeah. cricket ball yeah, is, is going cool, to miss yeah. the umpire's call cool, but it's still out isn't it it's yeah. out the ball would have hit the wicket so it's still the, out
1: the reason and, why they do that is the margin of error with the technology right you know, okay they, they I'll basically look. say if it's that close they're going to go with the umpire on the field because there is a margin of error with technology that perhaps it might have missed. So we're going to stick with the referee. Sure. I just, but, yeah. What, I just... What we're, when you're looking at football, sorry, mate, to interrupt you. When you're looking at football, it's not, you know, it's not like that. It's, you know, like goal line technology It's hit and miss, you know, it's, it's over the line or it's not over the line. <laughs> yeah. Um And we've, we've like challenges and fouls and stuff like that. There is subjectiveness to it. It is a refereeing decision. And you remember in the World Cup where they the referees kept going over to check the monitor? So basically, the video official was saying, "Look, I think you need to have another look at this." Mm. That's not happening, and yet no. it should be. The facilities there—they're yeah. not doing it.
2: Absolutely. What they've got—they've got to decide, haven't they? They've got to decide, right? Okay, are we just going to use VAR for subject for subjective decisions, or? Black and white decisions so fear, yeah. um, uh, offside okay. It's yeah. either offside or it isn't. Is it there's no yeah. grey yeah, area yeah. okay? So use it for that. But if they're gonna, like you say, if they're gonna keep backing the ref, it's completely pointless having it for Agreed. it's pointless, isn't it? What, what's the point? Just take that element yeah. away, and that that will then take away the frustrations. Of I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I there was a obviously when you're watching a game in real time. And you don't watch replays. You're going to make a snap decision. Yeah. And for me, and I may be wrong, but I saw a couple of instances where uh, uh, we, we should have had a penalty. It looked like you know we, he'd been mm. kicked off the ball, and it was like, and then it goes to VAR, and there's and there's nothing come of it. And yeah. poss- possibly it wasn't. Possibly it just gone. With, possibly it was. Possibly it wasn't. But one of
1: one of them was.
2: But it's, but it's, what, is a, what is a but what is the point then of having the VAR? What is the point of that VAR being there? If if like you say, I know officially they they're not saying this, but That kind of, let's go with what the referee says, we're going to trust him. Then it just makes a a mockery of that decision. And then all it ever does is just frustrate us as fans, doesn't it?
1: Massively, yeah. And and me and you talked about it before. And I think it's something they really do have to look at as well as the communication and the clarity. Yes. So in rugby, anyone who's watching the Rugby World Cup at the moment would have been looking at the way they use the television match official. So sort of rugby's version of VAR. You, You hear it. The referee is mic'd up. So the referee will go to him and say, look, this is what I think. Have a look. And he'll go and have a look. But it's the on-field referee who has the final decision. So you'll see instances where the television match official will go, look, yeah, take a look at this. This is what I think. And he'll have another look because in rugby, they look at it on the big screens Mm. because unlike in football, the fans aren't going to kill each other over (laughs) it. (laughs) But, But in football, they could go to the side, you know, take a look at the screen like they're supposed to, like they do in every other VAR league that's using it. He could take a look and go, Oh, yeah, no, I've had another look at that. Yeah, I appreciate your opinion, but I still think this, this. And that's it. That's the end of it. Because mm. he's had that overlook and he's made that decision based on the replay. You're not saying that a television match official should overrule the person, but they should be saying to him, Look, I've had another look at this. You know, Clive, mate, I think he's hacked him down there. Take, mm. You need to have another look from, from a different camera angle. Referees can't be everywhere at all times. That's the whole reason we brought this in. They're only human, so if he goes over to the TV and says, "Oh yeah, he did," you're right. Yeah, bang, penalty. Yeah,
2: that's absolutely. what should be happening. Yeah,
1: yeah, but it's not, and it's aggravating. Yeah. But we could talk about VAR for, for the next hour. We better not. Do
2: you know what? Do you know, yeah, do you know what I will say? Just talking about rugby, uh, just very briefly. Yeah. Um, I watched uh, obviously fantastic uh, result of England. That was brilliant, brilliant match. Yes. But the uh, France Wales game. Yes, there was a moment uh, where you 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 really saw the difference, the utter pure difference between football and rugby, okay. and that was when the when the, the French guy got sent off. Yeah, <laughs> right. He elbowed that guy with yeah. all the yeah. his might, right, and it looked yeah. like his head was going to snap off. Right, yeah. and, and then as it carries on, he the 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 the, the, the Welsh rugby player didn't complain. No. He didn't go ah oh. he didn't dive on the floor and roll ten no. times. He just kinda of got on with it. And it's like yeah. when you saw the replay, it's like he, he he was I'm surprised his head is still on his neck.
1: Oh, well I was surprised he didn't get knocked out. I mean you <laughs> caught so I mean he absolutely savaged him. The thing that always makes me laugh the most in rugby is we got these referees that are like five foot ten and these monsters that are like six foot ten standing over and going, Yes sir, sorry sir it just it's incredible isn't it it's such a difference isn't it it's such a difference yeah I mean it's a completely different game different you know different thing but yeah it is (laughs) it is funny you know you if you don't watch rugby as much as I do and you just sort of put on the World Cup because England are playing it can be quite funny when you then watch a game of football you got like a rugby player with like his arm hanging off out of his socket saying put electrical tape on it I'll keep playing <laughs> and then, then you watch the football and the next game the guys roll on the floor like oh, I need my manicurist <laughs> oh my god my nail and you're kind of like oh damn yeah I can, I can see why people struggle <laughs> yeah but yeah different game different yeah game. completely um, so um, one of the things I want to talk about um, is Harry Kane? Yeah. because I always like talking about Harry Kane. Oh, absolutely, what people think. Um, but the thing I want to talk about is we're actually getting to see um, how a rumor goes around the press and becomes fact in real time. Okay, and it's kind of fun. So, um, what Maddie have you done, Sam? If... No, not me. <laughs> Maddie, not not this time. Last April Fool's Day, that was me. This is not me. So last. Um... Uh, last uh, the weekend just gone Liverpool played Man United uh, game ended in a draw uh, the studio talking afterwards uh, talk about a striker Man United needs a striker Roy Keane simply chimes in with Tottenham are in disarray Man United should go and get Harry Kane that was Roy Keane's contribution to be honest with you Roy Keane's a blunt Sob, and that's the kind of thing Roy Keane comes out with. He's not being disrespectful in that because let's face it, he ain't telling any lies no. in what he just said. Yeah, exactly. they are in a bit of disarray. Yep. Man United want a striker. He's the best striker to go and get. Go and get him. Mm. That don't mean Tottenham are going to sell to him or right? yeah, anything like. He's not said, "Oh, I've heard" or anything like that. He's just said that because that's his opinion. He's there to give an opinion. I got no issue with Roy Keane saying that. What I find interesting is that the very next day. The tabloids came to Man United. Rumors came to Man United. Every single you you find a Twitter site gossip came to Man United. Nearly done. Representatives of Kane. All of it from Roy Keane simply saying that one thing. I'm real it. Last night we won five nil. Jermaine Genus and Peter Crouch is there with the host of BT Sport, who turns round to them and goes, "Oh, of course Kane could be going to Man United." And G- and Genus, full credit to him, just goes. Where did that come from? And the guy goes, Oh, oh, you know, people are saying it. People are saying it. No, mate. Roy Keane said it once, and now it's being regurgitated to the point that it's gone from Keane giving an opinion. Well, Man you know, he need a striker. that's who they should go and try and sign. You know, he might. You know, he could have said Lewandowski. He could have said anybody. You know, he's just picking a top striker, and he picked Harry Kane because he is a top striker. But that's now, suddenly, it's fact. BT Sport are saying, oh, well, of course, you know, he could be going to Man United. What? And, you know, like I said, full credit to Genus just going, where did that come from? Mm, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's frustrating. It's, yeah. Not even, it's not even a press story. It's not even an article out there that has gone, you know, uh, Kane's become frustrated, da, 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 you know, this, that and the other, and Man United and our interest is, you know, Kane this summer has got a decision to make. That all of those articles that are there now are all because Roy Keane gave that opinion. Like I said, i got no issue with what Roy Keane said. What I take issue with and what I find interesting, and now all of us can just sit back and see how this system works, is all of this fodder this week, it's all crap. <laughs> yeah, they
2: they just they, they do it because they know it sells newspapers, and they're struggling, yeah. aren't they? Newspapers yeah, are struggling. I mean, you, you go yeah. into a... Um, a newsagent or like a local supermarket in the evening and there's still newspapers piled up higher people yeah. aren't buying them like they used to so they no. want a sensationalist uh, a, a massive sensational headline on the back of the newspaper someone picks it up and goes wow and then pays for it and takes it home with them but you're right it's utter crap isn't it you know it is and, and it's frustrating because i i don't think that it would I don't think that it would unsettle Kane, or you know, there's so much no, going on at, no, 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 no. with us at the moment anyway. No, that, bigger fish to fry. Yeah, right exactly. <laughs> but but some of these things I think can have the potential to unsettle you, you know. And and they and they they they, they go on social media. I'm not. Uh, I don't think they probably read newspapers. I'd be surprised. No. But but they, they 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 they're still aware of yeah. what's being printed and what's kind of yeah. being put out Sky, there.
1: Well, Sky Sports News, for example, is broadcasting. So you know, you go to Hotspur Way, every every TV screen in that place has got Sky Sports News on 24 yeah. hours a day. Yeah, sure. So the players are going to walk past that and be like, oh, the rumour is that Harry Kane's really You can imagine him walking past, what, eh? <laughs> yeah, I don't sit there. When was I doing that? Yeah. I mean, it cracks me up because some players now have decided, you know what, I'm going to take this rubbish on. Because I see on Twitter a lot of players now retweeting stories from the press like, nah, this is crap, never happened. yeah. yeah and I like that mm. <laughs> I really like it you know Zaha has been a great example for that Rahim Sterling's doing a phenomenal job with it but the more they call it out it doesn't seem to be improving it seems to just be like oh it draws attention to it more people yeah. are looking at it mm. it's so aggravating I mean Kane's policies just don't comment on anything and I've got to be honest with you I think he's right yeah. If you don't comment on anything, then no one can ever come back and say, "Oh well, you denied this, but then you didn't deny that." Yeah. Well, that's because that rumor said I was moving to Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> you just—you're <laughs> right. Give...
2: Just don't give it any fuel. Don't yeah. give it any fuel. Yeah.
1: Just, just avoid it. Mm. But I mean, Harry Kane's phenomenal. Um, he's one goal away from being our third highest goal scorer of all time. Mm. Uh, he's one goal off Martin Shivers. Uh, he's a phenomenal football player and there is still this groundswell amongst Tottenham fans that we'd be better off without him. Um, I can't make my mind up if this is a genuine opinion based on the fact that when he was injured last season, the team pulled their socks up and worked harder. So there's a perception that we're a better team without him. No, we're not. It's just the team pulled their socks up and worked harder. They should do that more often. Mm. Um, or if it's a kind of, we feel like he's going to leave us, so we're going to act like we don't need him anyway. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. kind of like, oh, you know, she didn't dump me, I dumped her. Yeah. You know, I got yeah. in there first. Mm. Uh, it, it's I, I can't remember mind my because there's no logic to it. The guy who's Tottenham through and through, he's phenomenal. You, you watch him play last night, and it's just like, wow.
2: He just has to decide, doesn't he? Because I, you know, he he hasn't won anything since he's been at Spurs, Will he win anything if he stays us the rest of his career? Potentially not. I mean, you, you never know. But I don't think he's going to have a. He'll have a trophy laden, like he'll have like you know all these trophies on his mantelpiece if he, when he retires if he stays with us. But but what he will have if he stays for his whole career, he'll be a. Leg, he'll be our biggest legend, I think, will he? will yeah. be like you know I I don't I don't know what'll happen in the future I don't know what goes through his mind and like you've always said he's that he said as long as we're growing. He's happy yeah. to stay with us, you know,
1: and and I think that's what the problem is at the moment. The, the, the people' perception on the outside looking in is that all of a sudden the clubs come to a grinding hole. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and because of that, it's like, well, in that case, he's going to be rethinking things. And to be honest with you, next summer he might he mm. might rethink things. He might say that, but I mean, he's under a serious contract. Someone wants to buy him they're going to have to spend some serious yeah. money I'll put it 200 million I'll
2: put at 200 million easily
1: well it's, yeah. it's, it's nuts you know that it'd be yeah it'd be a monstrous amount of money to sign him um, but anyway you know there's no point focusing on that because you know players come and go I mean he is the one I've always said that if he turned around and said I don't think the club's matching my ambitions anymore. I want to leave. Uh, that's going to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to hurt me. I'm not going to lie. Well, do, um, do you know what
2: happened? You'll get, um, Potts will go, won't he? Because we'll yeah. be driven out by fans. And then Tim Sherwood no. will come along on a, on a, uh, a, a temporary, uh, <laughs> a temporary. No, motion. shut, shut the <laughs> f- There you go. F- and f- that's f- when he'll f- turn around and go, I don't think this club is matching my ambitions. <laughs>
1: If Tim Sherwood <laughs> ever comes back to our on oh no! Don't.
2: I sh I you I showed you I sent you a, a picture didn't I uh, I
1: nearly set fire to my <laughs> phone because you sent me that picture. <laughs> that man oh no There's
2: gonna be a uh, a le- a legends uh, a night in South End, which is actually oh. do you know what in South End, I mean it's all Lincoln now, isn't it? No After no, it's after Southend. who's taken over the club as manager. Yeah.
1: Don't don't mention him on the board. No, I won't, I won't.
2: And if I do, you've got the bleep already, haven't I you? I have, yeah. And, and do you know what? I know he wasn't officially in charge yesterday, but it was beautiful to see his club lose seven one. And I hate it because yeah. I, I I like like I've never had a problem with South End uh, I do I do know. I do now, obviously, yeah. <laughs> I mean I'm gonna like just like with more was it Morecambe last yeah. or, what did you like, Whoever lose, the hell whoever was it was because, I, yeah. I, I, I would go on my Sky, on my uh, Sky Sports app and I would look for their result, just like I look for the Arsenal result and hope they've lost. And that's yeah. what I'm gonna be like with South. Until until he goes, hopefully, but well, it,
1: hopefully he's fired nice and soon. Yeah, fingers know, crossed, he's a and, and then he can disa-
2: disappear for good. But yeah, this, they've got a Legends night at the South End, uh, one of the one of the halls there or something, and it's got Ozzy Osbourne, which is a, he Hero. is a legend. Yeah, yep. I can't think of the second one. There was an, it was two legends there. Oh, the, Ledley the, King, the led, yeah, Ledley the King. King, legend, and then Tim Sherwood apparently legend. Apparently Tottenham.
1: they're to the clean. Um, <laughs> I just yeah, how can you, you, you got, put you Tottenham two legends? Ah, <laughs> uh, guy's an ass. I yeah. can't. And he's an I Arsenal can't... supporter, isn't he? I thought he really Arsenal. Yeah, I don't understand. He's what... a gooner who won the Premier League with Blackburn, and won the League Cup with us, I think. And because of that, he's now a great player. I, uh, fucking <laughs> God's sake! I, do you know I had this argument again with somebody the other day talking about um players and and their whole argument again was around a, a player can't be a good football player because they haven't won trophies mm. so i gave them the wes brown example yeah uh wes brown having won two champions leagues four premier leagues three fa cups two char- you know two league cups four community shields you know a, a con- comprehensive list of of honors is a better central defender than toby other yeah (laughs) he's a better central defender than you know all these other people and the person actually went well yeah it proves it because of his trophy hall
2: you can't argue that can you
1: no no (laughs) when you when you argue with someone that stupid you're only lowering yourself to their (laughs) level but um just another thing i want to pick up on eric lemena played his 200th game for us last night um in a 5-0 win. And also, it's the five-year anniversary today since his Rabona goal.
2: Wholesome.
1: Yeah, I, I showed... Um, my daughter was too young when that happened to really remember it, so I showed her the video of it today. She's like, wow, why didn't he do that more? I'm like, yes, that's correct. <laughs> that's what like, we were expecting. Yeah, yeah that's, we expected that every game, by the way. Do, um, do you
2: know what I thought, though, Sam, when I saw that, because that video came up on my timeline as, time yeah. as well. And... My thoughts when I was watching it was a. Obviously, it was a fantastic goal, really cheeky yeah. as well. But that was a Europa League game, wasn't it? And and you yeah, look at you look yeah. at the stadium, and it's half empty. Oh yeah. And then was, you compare yeah. that with five years fast forward, and we're demolishing a team five 0 in the Champions League in a sixty thousand seat stadium.
1: We've, we've, yeah, we've, and we've moved you know, on in five years, haven't we? <laughs> We we have moved on in five years, and that's another perfect example of the progress we've made under Pochettino, which some people just say isn't worth anything because he's not one of the League Cup. Mm. Pricks. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, the Lamella thing is just interesting because there's still so much hate for him, and I think the main reason why people hate him is because he was a £30 million signing you who basically Sissoko'd his way um, <laughs> into being that, of just generally being poor. But it's not so much he was poor, it's more just he never hit the ground like the YouTube videos suggested he would. You know, yeah. he's beat two men, 30-yard screamer into the top corner all the time, which is all we saw before we when we signed him. Mm. He's a guy who is turned into a, a good professional. Now he's got over his injury problems. Um, he is tenacious. You know the thing I liked and the thing that summed him up for me. The reason why I like him: eighty ninth minute, five nil up at home, and he's tracking back and tackling someone to keep a ball in play. Um, you know, so we can go again to try and get a sixth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that sums him up to me, and that's why for me he's he's a player. I mean, I'd start him against Liverpool. Yeah. Um, because you need people who are going to fight from minute one to the end, and you can rely on him for sure.
2: Absolutely. And, you know, you hit the nail on the head with his tenacity. That's, that's something that, to be honest, I didn't expect from him. When he signed for us, no, I didn't think no. he's going to be a tenacious midfielder. And that is exactly no. what he is. But, uh, again, you're right about playing him on Sunday because, again, we've had the conversation about where we've gone wrong this season. And, yeah. you know, for me, my opinion is that there's too many players that just don't want to be there and have just Agreed. checked out of Pochettino's uh, philosophy. But then yeah. have, having someone like him perfect that's oh, all yeah, we need yeah.
1: because from minute one to, to 90 plus he will be in people's faces he aggravates people yep. he's he's the kind of player i always say you know when he's playing for your team you like him if he was for an opposition team i'd hate that guy yeah yeah he looks you know he's all elbows you yeah. know when he runs it's kind of
2: do you know do you know who i'm think a player i'm thinking of who fits yeah. that mold is robbie savage they must yeah, have loved yeah, him at Leicester, granted, but yeah. anyone else who supported the other team, we just hated yeah, him, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. big time. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah definitely. Um, still do. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, so I've got an update now. Um, I'm going to do a quick update for Tottenham women.
0: That's right. Here come the girls. It's time to talk Spurs Ladies.
1: Okay, so the ladies uh, had a good result with the weekend in their League Cup, which is the Conti Cup. which is sponsored by Continental Tires. Um, basically, they they played West Ham. Now they went full Tottenham. Okay, they were two nil up like right, ten minutes to go. West Ham brought it back to two all. That, that you know that's they are proper Spurs. The ladies' team are part of the family. <laughs> you know, there's there's no denying that. Um, but unlike the men, they then gathered themselves and won the penalty shootout. So. <laughs> I, I'm very proud of them for that. They did very well. Uh, so to pick up a point in the in the league cup. Um, now this Sunday they are away back in the Women's Super League at Bristol City, ah. and I'm going to be there.
2: Oh, nice! Yeah, that's handy. Yeah,
1: so it is very handy for me. Yeah, yeah. it's not far from me at all. So I'm going to be there. I'm going to be cheering them on. I've got my iHeart Heart uh, Anna Philby t-shirt, which will make her cringe. No, it's...
2: I, I was going to say you might you might <laughs> you might get Australian yeah. order if you can yeah go too yeah, far I might.
1: <laughs> with my banner you know Philby fan club um she's not really welsh um you know she she won't like that (laughs) kick my ass for that one Uh, but yeah no I'm going to be there so basically if you're a follower of the Tottenham women's team and you're going to be at the game this Sunday sit Bristol City uh, Stoke Gifford Stadium (laughs) they call it a stadium (laughs) it's not a stadium Uh, then yeah come and say hello I'll be there Uh, my daughter will be there up on my shoulders for the whole bloody game I expect lazy little sod Uh, but yeah we'll be there so that could be quite a good laugh and I'll talk about that when when we record next week awesome um the only, the other thing I want to talk about, um, away from the women now, is sort of back to the the overall state of play, if you like, with the men's team, the, the Watford result, we were just really poor. Um, yeah. You know, you look at that, and it was the the result you know 5-0 win in the Champions League it can't be sniffed at but at the same time like you said earlier on it's certainly not like it's corrected everything and I was very happy that the players afterwards and the manager didn't come out like that's it we've turned the corner we're awesome again everything's rosy they were very calm in the kind of you know this is yeah it was great mm. <laughs> you know we won the game we scored five goals but we're all fully aware we're not at the level we want to be. And the thing is, like last night, is Red Star did get some chances. They did open us up a few times. There was one shot someone's got a picture earlier on, which I kind of missed when I was watching a game of Gazany. You're going mental, at Jan Vertonghen. Right. And Jan's just got his head down, like, yeah, I know, yeah, I know. But last night, he got hooked. <laughs> a few people said, oh, you know, well, Foyf was coming on to get minutes. Foyfe has been training as a right-back. If he was coming on to get minutes, he'd have come on for Aurier. Jan got hooked last night. Please don't anyone think any different because he was making so many mistakes. Um, and we finished the game with Foyfe and Sanchez. Now, I said this to Stefan last week, so I wanted to put it to you. We talked about Eriksson kind of not being really with it. I don't think Toby and Jan are either. I mean, Toby this season, again isn't the same player for me and it's kind of really tarnishing my my memories and my happiness with these guys being yeah. in my team i'm of the opinion now that those three you you're sitting on the bench is nice but train with the under 23s go away you're leaving in january and i i know this season's going to be difficult and i'd start fourth sanchez and now i know in the past you've just said to me no no i can't you know i don't feel safe with that there can't be any way, man. You still feel Yan and Toby are safe now. You know the drummings and the way we've played this season.
2: No, I, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Um, I, I mean, if if we had a Toby and Yan that were fully committed, yeah, big uh, time, yeah 2 two, three, three year contracts, you know, yeah, yeah absolutely. But yeah, I still yeah. that doesn't take away from the fact that I still don't feel comfortable completely. Uh, having uh, Sanchez and Foyth as the two centre backs, yeah. I, I think for me, like Foyf just doesn't look the right shape. Do, 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 I know yeah. it really—he he looks, he still looks like a young boy—and and I yeah. just think you, you want two kind of men as centre backs, don't you?
1: Yeah, I, I do know what you mean by yeah. that, um, Joe. I think Dan again said to me he needs to put on like a couple of stone. Um, I see the thing is I'd like to have centre back parents who compliment each other so for example for me Sanchez is the brawn he is you know he's good in the air big dude he's strong yeah. uh, the thing he needs to you know he's improving with the ball at his feet he's not there yet he is improving but the thing I think is his big thing he needs to learn is when to smash into somebody and when not yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know you, you see him sometimes like he's closing someone down it's almost like as the crowd you go in and stay on your feet stay on your feet stay on your feet ah oh, bloody hell mm, yeah <laughs> With Juan Foy, he's great with the ball at his feet. He loves the ball to his feet. He's happy, you know, looking up, playing. He beats people. You know, you can understand why Argentina play him at a fullback. You can understand why Pochettino's look to convert him to a fullback. But that kind of complements each other. You know, the keeper needs an out ball. you got those two centre-backs. there. You know, Juan, he's going to take the ball. There. No, he's happy with it. He's fine. When the ball's being, you know, played in and you need someone to mix it up, Sanchez is there. Because like, a few people said to me, we'll put Dyer back at central defence alongside Sanchez. But the only issue with that is I feel they're too similar. Yeah. Um. But if if I, you know, if genuinely now, if I was looking at the team right now, I'd just be thinking, like, right, play them. Because they're only going to learn by playing. Yeah, yeah. we're going to concede some goals. Yeah, we're going to make some mistakes. But to be honest, we're doing that now.
2: Yeah, it's, it, you're right. And and I, I've put, come to the realisation of the acceptance that this season is... More or less a write-off, really. Yeah. I, I, I can't see us qualifying for the Champions League this season. I'd love to, but it's almost like we've we, we're having this season where we've got it it's. Uh, and again, it's what I was saying, talking about earlier with Levy, him taking his mm. eye off the ball. If this is a result of it, this is a result yeah, of. Yeah, and this I mean, this is you, you, our
1: this is our pain. This yeah, is our and for, pain. For, yeah,
2: this is the, the the after effects of it because we, we've we've made three signings and. We haven't seen Cessna on at all. We've seen no. very little of Celso. I know he came on yesterday. Yeah. And Undombele yeah. as well. So, really, you take away those three signings, which were big signings, uh, who haven't had much game time. We're still seeing the same squad that we have for the last two or three years. Yeah. And it's, it's just, it needs a massive, massive shake up. I,
1: I thought Undombele was brilliant. Last yeah, time. I did. It's, it, yeah. Uh, and, and,
2: and, and, I, and I said this after the Newcastle game. You can really see the player. Yeah, there that's that we needed it. We needed yeah. him for the Newcastle game because he finds that pass, doesn't he? And he does find yeah, that pass, and he
1: does. And, and he's not afraid to bring it forward either. No. So if a defence backs off, he'll bring it into that space and then pick a pass. If they come to him, he's great. It just he's strong. You know. Yes. We talked about Moussa Dembélé and trying to get the ball off that guy. You try and get the ball off. You know, undone ballet. It's it's mm. the same. You know, the guy mm. if you don't want to give that ball up, you ain't getting it. You ain't getting it exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. And, but he got... game after game. He's improving.
2: Yeah. And, and he's got like you know, obviously we compare him to Suzuko. He's got that kind yeah. of that 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 aggressiveness, and he's got that kind of yeah. ability. But I think what he has that Suzuko doesn't have is he's got that pass, hasn't he? He's got more finesse about him. Whereas we can K... shoot. Yeah, he scores start. goals. Yeah, Oko, okay. we've always said, although he's massively improved uh, since since he first signed for us, he, still, he still, at times, looks like a rabbit caught in headlights when he breaks yep. out.
1: <laughs> I I I like him. I've really warmed to him just yeah. through the fact that he's worked so hard, and you can see he's worked so hard, and he got his new contract. I was like, you know what, that's really well deserved. Deserves Someone it, yeah. who's just knuckled down and worked their ass off. Easiest thing in the world for him would have been to head off the France, easy league, you know, pick up more money for the rest of his career. But he didn't, he's stuck at it, he's done well. You can see every game you gotta like you know, he runs himself into the ground and all of us can appreciate that. But when he when he shoots we are banter FC. <laughs> it is it's atrocious. So it's because funny. even the fans, do you ever see that video of fans for this club who haven't scored a goal for like 10 games, okay. and all of the fans printed off arrows. Oh, I've seen bef- that. That's and, awesome. Yeah, and yeah. like behind the goal, they're all running around with <laughs> arrows pointing right. where the goal is to their players. <laughs> I almost feel like that big safe stand when Sissoko picks the ball at 30 yards out, Should would all just like pick up a car like a massive arrow at the goal. <laughs> just it it's there. <laughs> it's there Hit it there. I just my, my uh, favourite thing we're, is he hit one the other day he hit one recently and it was on target and the keeper saved it and it okay. the look of shock on everybody's <laughs> face, including <laughs> was his, so of so like, done, bloody hell. Yeah. How did that happen?
2: I was I was about to say when we was at the Watford game, uh he took a shot that went about probably I don't know, five <laughs> goal, goal goal heights higher <laughs> than it should have done. And yeah. Seb turned to me and said, Why did he hit it so high? And I said, That's his oka for you, mate. You yeah. know? Never, yeah. He's never going to hit any yeah. lower he like that. Will,
1: he will run until his feet bleed, but ask him to shoot, and the guy just, uh, his brain goes, Nope. That's uh, Nope, nope, you can't do that. Nope. We, we have, we've built our skill set to running, power. We take the ball with us now, which is a big improvement on what we used to do. But no, we are not shooting. That is not our game. Um, yeah, it's madness. <laughs> absolute absolute madness and one of the things i got asked to do this week by the way is an update on our loan players uh, so before i forget because i am likely to forget i'm going to i'm going to do that now
0: do you want an update on our players that are out on loan good because here it is
1: okay mate we got seven players out on loan okay he Says counting just to yeah, be you sure. doubt you yourself <laughs> last time, didn't you? <laughs> I, I have been doubting myself like mad on this, but yeah, we have got seven players out on loan. I'm going to rattle through these. Uh, Clark at Leeds, um, he's still not playing. Um, we have it has been confirmed, I've, I've seen it a few journalists asked, and it's been confirmed now. We have a clause in January to recall him. I'd say we're going to have to do that, even if we send him back to a different championship yeah, club yeah. who are going to play him. Mm. Um, I cannot imagine us not doing that in January. Or, of course, bring him back, let him train for a couple of weeks so that Pochettino see him in training. He might just be a young, energetic player he wants to have around the first-team squad. Yep. You never know. Mm. Um, Amos at QPR. I really like Amos, but unfortunately, he's had a injury problem again. It's been about five or six weeks, so he's not played, but he made his comeback at the weekend. He came off the bench for a cameo role. To show how well he's doing there, the, the manager there, I think it's uh, Warbutton at QPR, uh, really praised him. Um, and just like, it's great to have him back. That's kind of great to hear Yeah. Um, when you've got a player down there on loan. Cameron Carter-Vickers has now played seven of the last eight games for Stoke. And my God, are Stoke struggling, by the way. Um, I, I looked through their results and like the performance stuff. They're, they're very nearly getting relegated from the championship, mm. Stoke. Mm. Not going to lie, that doesn't bother me so much. Yeah. That club used to drive me insane. Yeah, tell me <laughs> Um, but Cameron Carvick is just playing really well. Um there there was an article in like the local uh, press for Stoke basically saying that he's been one of the linchpins that's helping them fight out of relegation zone. Um and I always forget when I've I've said a few times like oh, you know, I think he's time's done, he's still only twenty one. Yeah. He turns twenty two in December. Um I forget that he's been around so long. Like right. I've been watching him since he was like 16. I, I forget. Um, so keep an eye on that because if he if he maintains in another season where he's doing very well, and we are looking at new central defenders currently, <laughs> you never know. Kazaria uh, yeah. Sterling's an interesting one. Cause I, Sterling, there's like a mystery going on. He got injured and got sent back to Tottenham. Uh, his loan's not over. The manager at Doncaster said, we're hoping the kid can build some fitness and come back to us. But apparently, and this is what it actually says in the press article, an injury and then an illness that affected the injury.
0: That's I don't know
1: any more than that. I couldn't find out anything. Even reached out to some people I know, and they just come back and went, nope, don't know nothing about that. How odd. Yeah, very odd. Um, but I will I will do some more digging investigative <laughs> journalism and all that uh, Jack Rolls he scores goals for Cambridge now uh, he's got three goals which means seven more and I win about 700 quid because I have awesome. got money on him getting ten by Christmas um, we're running out of time Jack sort it out yeah, uh, it's, still, it's still a couple of months mate yeah, it's looking yeah. like it could be possible uh, if you ask my daughter, mate, Christmas is in like a week. She is <laughs> telling me what she wants. It is ridiculous. But yeah, seven more, Jack. Seven more and I'll, um, I'll buy you a nice present, like a pint or something. But yeah, now Jack Rolls, he scores goals. Uh, they love him there, Cambridge. Um, they call him a wizard. Uh, I think they're trying to say he looks a bit like Harry Potter, which is a bit harsh, but yeah. Know, a little bit. Uh, Giorgio, I- Ipswich, a player that I know caught your eye when he was playing for around the 23s. A good player, a good winger, but he ain't getting a lot of minutes. I'd be interested to see what happens in January. Um, Last few games that I've looked at, he's been on the subs bench, coming on brief cameos at best. So, yeah, I'm not quite sure what's going on there because he was starting games not so long ago. Um, And finally, George Marsh at Leighton Orient. Again, uh, minutes from the bench at best. He's, He's not really starting any games. Which is a bit of a shame because he was again a few weeks ago. But I think when you got players on loan, um, you tend to sort of use them as squad players, don't you? You know, if you have got an injury, they come in, they come out because you want to develop your own players more than you want to develop another club. Of course, I get. (laughs) But
2: it sounds like out of all of them, I mean, obviously uh, Cameron Cut Cameron Cutvick is playing well and obviously, but, but. Because of how the team is playing forward struggling, I'd probably suggest that Jack Rolls is having the best time they, of, best time a team. He's loving time. it as well. Yeah. He
1: gave an interview down there, um, basically just saying he's loving it because and and it is true, and it's something I talked to Stefan about on the podcast last week about the academy players possibly us as a club needing to revisit the loan situation. Because he talked about, you know, how fresh refreshing it is. You know, he's been at Spurs since he was sixteen. It's all he's ever known. The same place, same building, same training routine, you know, same everything. So he's going on loan, it's like, Oh wow, you know, this is this is different. It's yeah. very different. Yeah. I mean it's gonna be a culture shock. You go from Hotspur Way to Cambridge United's training ground, that's a culture shock. Mm. Um, but he seems to be loving it. He loves that. He loves the fact that he's there playing football and they love him. I mean like I said, he scored three goals. He's got three assists as well, I think. So, um, yeah, he him. loves it there. And, and he's being picked on a regular basis. So I think they said the only games he's missed is when he's been called up for international duty. Yeah. So, that's good yeah, news. That's no, good. Good long news. Yeah, keep, keep an eye out. Yeah, as is working out well for him. Jack Rolls, he scores goals. Keep an eye out for him, everybody. Um, Really, mate, that leaves just one one thing, and that's uh, the fan questions from our Facebook page. Are you, you up for some of these? Because, you know, it's very hit and miss.
2: Let's have it, Sam. All
1: right, mate, let's see what we can do.
0: And now it's time for your comments directly from our Facebook page.
1: Okay. Fan questions from the Facebook page. I'm always very nervous of this. Whilst our form isn't good, this is so hit and miss. Absolutely. <laughs> of, yeah. Of how how brutal this can get. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, we're 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 loading. We're loading. Um. Okay, we'll do all comments. Let's see how we go. So the first comment on here is Simon whiteman uh, Hi, Simon um seeing how well Parrot did yesterday he scored four goals for our academy in an impressive win he appears to be far too good for that level should Pochettino be giving him and Tanganga first team football other than just training it feels pointless including Ericsson and Toby in any match they scored their heads are elsewhere it's kind of funny it's similar to what we were talking about a minute ago mm. Uh, What do you think, mate? Uh, Parrot grabbed four for the youth team in the UEFA Youth League.
2: Yeah, we beat them 9-2,
1: didn't we? (laughs) Yeah, we did.
2: And, and do you know what? Yeah. As well, just talking about the—I uh, know, obviously—we're talking about the, the the youth league, but the the actual the, the first team game yesterday, winning five 0 wiped out that terrible mm. goal difference of ours, didn't it? So that yeah, was quite yeah, handy. We're back to, we're back to zero. <laughs> back to
1: zero. Yeah. yeah. How but, many teams win five 0 in the Champions League and then have a goal difference there, zero, that's Tottenham, yeah. baby. <laughs> it's, it's Tottenham, yeah. But
2: anyway, yeah. Go back to Parrot. Yeah, I,
1: yeah. Yeah. I tend to agree.
2: I mean, it's 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 one of the. It's a season. It's a season where it's a transition. It's a big transition season for us a lot yeah. needs to change and and we need to get as many players on board young yeah. hungry players and he, yeah. he ticks those boxes doesn't he so big time yeah yeah um, I agree
1: I mean he ain't gonna dislodge Harry Kane so, no completely yeah uh, and, and people need to realise that should he be on the bench more if he is on the bench he's gonna be dislodging Son and or Lucas depending on who's playing um, or Lamella is he good enough to be dislodging them at the moment? I don't know. Um, but he is involved in first-team training on a regular basis. My only concern is he's not playing enough because of that. You know, he played in the UA for Youth League then. He should be playing under-23s as well. But because he's involved in the first-team squad, he's not. Um, so either have him on the bench, give him minutes, or let him play for the under-23. You know, train with the first team, for sure. yeah. yeah. But let him play under twenty three games. It doesn't make sense to me that he's not. And that's he's, that's my only concern.
2: No, I agree there. with you, but what we've got to bear in mind is he's very, very young, isn't he? So we've got yeah, you know yeah. we've got plenty of time to, yeah, yeah. to nurture him, haven't
1: big, we? Big time. Uh but yeah, I agree with the sentiment regarding the players whose heads are elsewhere, mate. We talked about that earlier on. Yeah, get him gone. Uh hang on a minute. This person's name is Ace Blanco. That's an amazing, man. That's cool. It sounds like a detective, doesn't it? Yeah, detective. Ace Blanco, detective. <laughs> Dude, that's amazing. That's like a, that's definitely an eighties cop. Do, show. do you know
2: we need to get Ace Blanco on the case for finding out what what's happened to uh yes. Sterling. Do we?
1: Yeah, Ace, come back to us, Ace. Um, what would make a successful season for us, given how things have turned out in the past couple of weeks? That's a great question, Ace. Mm. Ace by name, Ace by nature. That's a great question, Matt. And I'm leaving that one to you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I just, it's it's a difficult one, isn't it? I, I genuinely and I know this this doesn't. This sounds so kind of like I'm not really um, what's the word I haven't got any ambition but for me if we qualify for the Champions League that would be oh, amazing man, that that yeah. would be amazing it really would just qualifying for it again for the, that finishing in the top four because the way you he know what is moment,
1: mental to me sorry to interrupt you is the fact that we have been in disarray awful I mean I know in the past we've kind of gone oh you know we're in a bit of a bad run but this season it's been bad
2: <laughs> yeah and, and it, it doesn't feel and like I say you know normally you know in years in seasons gone by under Pochettino mm-hmm. yesterday's result would have made me think oh, we're back on track but yeah, it hasn't but made no, me it no. hasn't made me think that and I think that's quite no. telling on how we've been it is, it is quite been, telling yeah.
1: because in like you said under Pochettino yeah we get bad results but the next game we put someone to the sword yeah, um, yeah. we're only three points off the scum yeah, <laughs> I, I I haven't been looking at the league table at all. Me neither. And then I just I just someone said that on Twitter. I was like, no, nah, that can't be right. Yeah. Because they're having a great season. They keep telling me, oh yeah, they they are having a great season. They're only three points above us, and yeah. we're having terrible. Wow, things have changed. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. so yeah, we we put things together. I mean, yeah, I I'm I'm with you, man. If we can somehow recover. To get back to the Champions League and this rebuild can continue next summer, reshaping the squad in in the manager's image. I think we've done amazing. Yeah. Uh, next question from Matthew Perrin says, "Can we repeat that performance Sunday, please?" Uh, yeah, no. So <laughs> uh, the result, I don't care about the performance. If we win five 0 at Anfield, yes, I'll take
2: that. Oh please! Oh, do you know what I was? My my brother's going uh, on Sunday, and he offered me a yeah. ticket, and I can't go anyway because I'm working, but. Don't get me wrong. I'd, I'd I'd like to go and see. I'd love to go and see Anfield and experience it. But yeah, I've got a horrible horrible Have you feeling. never have you never been to Anfield? No, no. I'd love to go, but it's. I just I just got a horrible. Feel. You have to take it. You've have you been in? Sam?
1: Uh, I'm never going back. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> what was your
2: experience?
1: Um, you remember like a few years ago when we had a manager who got sacked, and um, he got sacked because we got smashed, like. Six nil on yeah. a regular basis right. by teams.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: God, yeah, that was a bad day. I don't want to go back there. Yeah, my
1: um, my sister's now ex-husband, um, not because of that result, was a Scouser, <laughs> Liverpool fan. Um, yeah, that was that was not a good day. You try to wipe
2: that from your memory if you said.
1: <laughs> well, because I had a ticket with him, I had to sit there in Liverpool fans whilst. We were, yeah, nah, bad, bad, <laughs> bad, bad memories. Yeah, I'm, I'm never going back there. Um, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I have a really awful feeling for this coming weekend. Um, which I hope is proven wrong, and we, we show that we are still a team because yikes. Otherwise, <laughs> um, Matthew Fleming says two points of discussion. Number one, we're only asking for one at a time. Matthew, this is very, you know, jumping in with two, shocking. Uh, is it worth dropping the players that have seemingly stopped giving a hundred percent, the likes of Ericsson and putting in the players that put in a shift last night? Lamella, Davies, Sanchez, Sissoko were brilliant. Yes, yes, I agree with that. Hundred percent. Yep. Uh, number two, I think one issue that we're having is how to fit Sissoko, Underbelly, uh, and Winks all into the starting eleven. Last night, uh, Sissoko and Underbelly uh, bossed it, but Winks is so integral to our style of play; he shouldn't be dropped. Yes, Um, I think there's definitely an element of trying to um, fit them all into a system. and I think we've messed about and tried different ways of doing that and it's just not worked. I think the managers looked at that now and gone, okay, it's a squad game, Um, horses for courses. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Winks play against Liverpool. Um, Who misses out? I don't know.
2: I don't wanna see him dumb-belly miss out. I do like seeing him on the pitch.
1: I agree with you. Um so Soko's energy is quite important. So yeah, that I think that yeah, is tricky one. I think that yeah. is a problem and I'm glad I don't get paid millions to, to fix it. So <laughs> yeah. Um Lizzie Moore says, I know there's a lot of Ericsson haters at the moment. Why hasn't he played? why wasn't he played last night? He's a fabulous playmaker. I would feel dejected and down if I was treated how he is at this time. Um I'm not entirely with you on that, Lizzie, to be honest with you. Um, I don't feel that he's been treated badly at all. He's been getting played, despite the fact he's leaving the club on a free, you know, which is bound to upset the hierarchy at Tottenham. But yet the manager's stuck with him. He's kept faith with him and played him, but he's not performed. Yeah. You're quite right. On his day, he's a fabulous playmaker, but unfortunately he's not playing. He's not doing that for us, and he's he not, has had the yeah. opportunities.
2: Yeah, he's not been on his day for a while, has he, for um, us? Uh, I,
1: I mean, for me, he wouldn't have even made the bench last night. But, yeah, no, I, I take your point, but he has had the chance. It's not like he's... You know, It's not like he said, no, I'm not going to sign a new contract, and he got sent to train with the under-23s, by the yeah. way, which is what I would have done. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he, he's been kept involved, he's been given the chance, he's not helped the team at all. If he was playing and contributing, then yeah, 100% we'd keep him around, but he's not. Uh, Tom Perks says... Would we benefit from a director of football who sets out an identity of formation style of play to replicate throughout all the age groups? I think if every Spurs team played 4-2-3-1, there's a mold for each player in each position, it would improve recruitment. We don't have a director of football who does that, Tom, but that is basically what happens. Um, we do have a kind of style of play. We do have a, uh, a formation, if you like. um, obviously that varies game to game because coaches will vary things up and player availability, especially in the under-23s and under-18s is massive because the under-18s last week, for example, had a game and five of their normal starters all ended up playing for the under-23s, so they had to bring in loads of youth kids and we had a central midfielder at left-back etc. Right. So, um, yeah, there is definitely a thing, that's not really a director of football role, it's kind of something we do anyway um john mcdermott who's head of all the academies it's something him and potty talk about a lot um you know bringing players through and it's the big difference of our academy compared to others which is they don't focus on the academy teams winning necessarily what they focus on is the player development so you know you might have a team that gets thumped a lot but there's one or two players in that who are going to make it you know you're, you're kind of molding them um, so yeah, there is there is already something like that in place at Tottenham. Uh, Martin Hood, I for one do not believe that the players who are on the last year of contracts don't try. I listened to Deli Ali's comments after the game when he clearly said the manager made many of us players who who we are. Um, I disagree with you, Martin. I don't think they're trying at all. Yeah. Um, I mean, Deli's still got plenty of years on his contract, so he's not included in that. Um but Toby Yan, and Christian are just shadows of themselves in my opinion,
2: yeah, completely, and I, I know there's you know, we've, we've mentioned rose and Aurier as well I mean I yeah. think Aurier, Aurier gave a lot, put a lot in yesterday, so I'm not going to criticize him uh oh, from I, last I, night's game
1: I, I got a list <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> they but they they're,
2: they're for them, and I know you you have no kind of sympathy or kind of uh, goodwill towards Aurier no. but he, he's he been told he, you know he's not wanted as he? he's been told look yeah. for another club yeah. whereas whereas you know Ericsson, Jan and Toby are, are basically told the club that, that they're, they're going Yeah, it's, it's a bit different with, with, with the likes of Rose and Aurier so, yeah. but, but at the same time I think you're, you're right the players that have said they're going and we, I know we've discussed it earlier today but mm. they have they have they've they've, they've they've mentally checked out and they've mentally checked out from Pochettino's philosophy and that's, that's yeah. the problem that's the thing and, that, and like, that's the damaging thing because yeah. you can
1: see that other players are you know they're dressing room leaders yeah. you know Jan Vertonghen's one of the vice captains mm. if he's not putting in the effort mm, yeah. you know, what, what, and he's still getting picked because that's the thing that I keep coming back to is that if you're a player and you're working your socks off in training these are guys who have mentally checked out but they're getting picked you're going to start, you know, getting aggravated. Completely. Um, Pete Thompson says, Is last night a sign that Pochettino has decided to bench or completely remove disruptive players from the squad, with the likes of Toby and Rose completely left out and Ericsson benched? Um, is he growing some balls with these players?
2: I, I don't think Pochettino's balls have ever been a problem, to be honest with you.
1: I <laughs> I um, I, I've done some research and Mrs Pochettino smiles on a regular basis um, I believe I believe, testicles are there and are swinging did you know what um, when we when we,
2: um, was it the semi-final or the quarter-final when we beat Man City and he sort of he went he in the dressing so, yeah. room that is him yeah. he has got big balls and, and I've yeah. never questioned I've no. never questioned Pochettino's He's he's, courage to make the right decision. I don't think you ever can.
1: No, I, I, I don't think it's that. I think the one thing I would say, Pete, is he has developed a relationship with this squad of players where he's got a friendship in addition to being the manager. And I think as a young manager coach, he is learning that in situations like this, it doesn't benefit him. Because, you know, Toby Yan... Um, Christian, or people, you know, he went out for dinner with the squad, you know, them included. He is close to a lot of the players, and I think that makes it very difficult to then turn around to him and go, Do you know what? You're messing me about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're, you're, you're dropped, sunshine. Um, but then at the same time, at the start of the season, Jan was dropped unceremoniously, and fans were screaming about it. Now fans are saying, Oh, Jan's playing crap, he should be dropped. Yeah. The manager did drop him and everyone went mental (laughs) you've got to trust him, you've got to let the manager do what he thinks best, he clearly knew that Jan wasn't putting in the effort he was, he came back this season not the same player but he's put him in, he's given him the opportunity to put that right and he's not and and, you know, Toby is, he just doesn't look like he's focusing the same you know, he's not like, he just doesn't look as sharp and Ericsson, you know, we've talked about loads, the guy is just like his skills have been taken by a space jam alien. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, Jeff Edwards says, what is the update on Sessing Is he hurt or is it performance wise? And do you think he'll play this season? Uh, he'll definitely play this season. I think he might make the bench this weekend. He's crossed. Um, hamstring injury uh, was quite a bad one. Um, they wanted to avoid surgery. So they just kept him with rehab. Uh, when he was ready to make an appearance recently, he basically felt a tightness in it. Now that, proved to be nothing but the club weren't taking any chances um, you don't, hamstring injuries when you've got a player, especially a player that has so much pace, they need to build the confidence that they can sprint again without it going bang anyone who's ever ripped a hamstring will know it feels like you've been shot you don't ever want to feel that again <laughs> so it is really quite difficult to get the confidence back of sprinting and running where you you go full pelt uh, because you think to yourself oh no any second that's going to go again uh, so they're just being ridiculously cautious still such a young player that you be cautious now and then we've got him for the next 10 to 15 oh, years absolutely. at his best Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah I know it's frustrating but I think the club are doing the right thing by him uh last one then, uh Jacob says, good result last night. Is that just a lucky one off result against a lesser team? Or is this the restart our season needed? Also, where is KWP? Yeah. The car Walker Peterson upsets me. He's fit, he's fine, he's just not being picked. So It's so odd, yeah. isn't it? Just put him out alone. <laughs> I'm I'm devastated to be honest with you. I love him. Um yeah i i i can i think i can't even talk about that i'm too emotional i think
2: the last time i see when I was at the um at the Watford game obviously it would be in black History yeah. Month they uh did a little montage on a video and they put lead leaking out and he was he yeah. was on that and i was like i think there's only chance we're ever gonna see him nowadays on a on a montage video of
1: the crowd <laughs> well, well that's upsetting um <laughs> Yeah, I, I, if anyone sees him, give him a hug for me. I, I just, I can't. I'm, I'm too invested. Um, we kind of touched on this earlier on uh, this question about whether this is a turning point. You see, the thing is, is it could be, it could be a confidence uh, booster for the side. It could be uh, give them the belief that you know what, when we do what we do, we are still a good team. Um. It's kind of unfortunate that it's happened and then the very next game is arguably one of the toughest places to go in Europe right now. Absolutely, yeah. Um, But at the same time, that in itself can be galvanising. You know, you you put Red Star to the sword and your next game is Colchester in the League Cup. That's a typical Tottenham, yay, we got this, we're back. Yeah. Oh no, wait a minute, this team have kicked lumps out of us and we're losing. You go to Liverpool. You were under no illusions. You've got to be at your best for ninety so the minutes. Team are going to yeah. Be fo- yeah, the team are going to be focused, switched on. It could work in our favour that we're going there. Is one hundred percent underdogs. Um, you know, Jurgen Klopp's not stupid. He's immediately come out and gone. A good team doesn't become you know a bad team. They, they've just had a bad run. At some point, it's going to click, and I don't want it to be this Sunday. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, you know, and and he's he's right because. We're watching it, and you know, Pochettino said last night, and it's the last thing, it's the thing I want to close on if you don't mind, mate um, he said something really interesting to BT Sports, which is, he believes the problem that we're in is because due to circumstances we were kind of late getting ourselves set for pre-season now, I kind of listened to that at first and thought, well that's crap we, we had a pre-season, we had a decent pre-season, you know, there was no World Cup the players were rested, I don't know what he's on about and then a, a couple of journalists kind of expanded on it because obviously he said that like a soundbite to BT but then he went and did the press con um, where he, he took a few more questions and obviously you know, gave a little bit more detail he wouldn't go into the details of circumstances around players but I finally get what he means okay. uh, and I think what he means is, is there were certain players who were leaving so Ericsson for example was convinced he was gone Um, other players, Danny Rose, you know, he was left off that tour, you know, because he was about to sign for another club and then it didn't happen. Mm. And what he said was, is that togetherness and that feeling of a squad, the harmony, everyone being together didn't happen because they were, he was kind of like waiting for people to leave, waiting for people to arrive. Deadline came and he was left with this squad of players, You know, I discussed it before, he's left with a squad of players where some of them he's told, yeah, you're leaving, you're not good enough for us anymore, thanks for your service. Oh, no, wait, you're still here. Yeah, you're good enough, I was joking, come on, buddy. Mm. Um, And other players who wanted to leave, who the club didn't sell, I mean, Christian Eriksen said, almost now famously, that he wishes life was like football manager game where he could decide his future simply. Mm. It was a subtle dig at the fact that Daniel Levy rejected offers below a certain value. Now the, the rumors are there were a few figures thrown around of like forty million for him, which the way he's playing it, yeah. everyone oh mm. yeah. Big time. And and this is where you know, perhaps this is why he's playing the way he is, so that way in January the club will sell him.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you know
1: if you know what I mean. Um It's so difficult. And I think that's what the manager's trying to get across, which is, you know, circumstances beyond his control. The, the club made their situation, but beyond his control. You know, I know people want to blame him and sack him, but I I stand by the fact that any manager coming in is going to inherit the same problems, but without the ability and the relationship to, to fix yeah, it. Yeah, of
2: course. Goals.
1: But anyway, mate, that's that's kind of what I want to end on. Um, on that
2: negative note, mate. I thought it was-
1: <laughs> oh, it's, it's not negative, it's, it's just... I I think he will fix this. I hope, I so, I hope so. I genuinely believe him. I hope so. I don't. I don't see that uh, changing the manager is a good idea. Um, I see people on Twitter after every game are running polls, Pock in, pock out. I'm like, oh come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, um, isn't.
2: Potch isn't the problem, and and that's what people need to understand. Poch isn't the problem. Yeah. You know.
1: No, uh, no uh, the club the club dealt him a shite yeah, hand this yeah. this summer.
2: You just got you just got all you gotta do is you've got to look at you know, we I mentioned earlier about that that video five years ago of of LaMella scoring a yeah. goal and it, we yeah. it, it was it was in the Europa League in a half empty stadium and look where we are now and people are frustrated that we're having this, this poor run of games yeah. because of the expectation that Poch has brought to the club. And we've yeah. got to trust him to, to, to rebuild and to and to not eat, not only get us back to what we've been what we've been expecting for the last three or four years, but to yeah. push on to the next level. And, and I think he yeah. can do it. I think he can do it.
1: Yeah, when you when you sign players in windows, you're basically it's evolution. You've got the team, you're evolving window by window. You keep it fresh. We didn't we didn't sign anyone for free windows, so the evolution stopped completely. So now we're back to where he was, like in his first season. Yeah. It's, it's revolution. Yes, absolutely. Five or six need to shift. Yep. Five or six need to come absolutely. in. Um, absolutely. And, and that's what needs to yep. happen. And it is going to be painful. It's it's the club have made this mistake, but we are where we are, and we got to stick with it. Yep. Because changing it, and changing the whole philosophy, the whole thing, I mean, this is a guy who's had input in every aspect of the stadium, the training mm-hmm. ground. Hell, we built accommodation at Hotspur Way because the manager talked about how much it would benefit the side. Not because we saw it as some great idea, but because he had the input. So, <clears throat> he's ingrained in the club. Here's how we're going to finish it. Last night, the fans sang his name loud and in the stadium. I love that. And in the interview afterwards, he said, I want the fans to know, let me find it, here's the quote, I want the fans to know that I heard them, I felt the love, and they need to know it's mutual, I love them there too.
2: There we go. There we go, go, mate. That's a better end.
1: That's me done. (laughs) That's me done for this week. Big thank you for joining me. Big thank you to everybody for listening. We'll be back next week. Take
2: care, Sam.
0: Thank you for listening to the Spurs News Podcast. Be sure to join over 50,000 other Spurs fans on our Facebook page at Spurs News. Until next time, come on, you Spurs! And remember, to dare is to do.